bitty bitch. It's just cadals. A bit of bit bit. Put the hazwins up on pump. Bit of bit boop. And we're back. Episode number 130. A clean number. Yeah. For a clean episode after a. We're in our like real adulthood. Exactly. Our secondary yeah, we, yeah, adulthood. We double puberty here <laughs> on a witty banter. I am your, your host. Max with me today, of course, Hunty Hun. Then we've also got Chasey Chase out there in California with his hair casually laid down because we got a holiday coming up tomorrow. All right, it's Thanksgiving <laughs> tomorrow. That you belt, can tell. Man. Yeah, he's done. All right, Let he, he took all the gel bit. out. He's ready to chill. Unzip the zipper. He's already grew the. His beard's already fully grown somehow from when he got off of work today. It's incredible. I'm really <laughs> impressed. How are we doing today, guys? Do we have any uh, Thanksgiving plans for tomorrow? Yeah, I'm no. just gonna eat whatever's put, <laughs> whatever's put in front of me. I live in California. And I don't get Honestly, to see my family. It's as sucks. I said that, I actually kind of felt kind of bad. I'm sorry, Chase. I was kind of hoping you'd be like, "We got some cool Cali thing to go do. We're gonna go like vaporize some turkeys or something." Even and if you don't have family-based things, you can you could take part in trying to find some stuff in somewhere. Maybe or? a special. Oh wow, that was real convincing. <laughs> yeah, you could you could do some things. You can still have fun and celebrate. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, do you know what your parents are doing? What are your parents doing then? They're making the most fucking delicious looking <laughs> lamb roast you've ever seen in your life. Like, they were sending me videos of it. They're like, check it out. It's rubbed in like a crusted salt rosemary oh, thing. And it's got uh, <laughs> must, like mustard, blah, 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 with uh, the crumbs of fucking brioche oh, bread. We're going to put this in the oven. Yep. I'm like, great. That's some cool. Williams cooking. It really, yeah. I, it, it's like sitting in videos like, wish out. you were here, and they're like yeah. eating just monotonous amounts of Me, meat. <laughs> yeah, me and Hunter may go check it out for you, yeah, and then right. just describe the situation They're going to have leftovers, so. You know, uh, we will probably be there, honestly. Nah, man, I mean, Cigars. I'm going to, I plan on just <laughs> honestly playing a shitload of video games, and hey, Darian and I are going to cook a nice meal for ourselves and just FaceTime the family and... Um, that do that kind fun. of deal. I mean, I've been cool. I've been away from family one other time for Thanksgiving, and it really it it usually sucks the most when it's the day of, and like you're not gonna really talk to anybody because everybody's with their family, and then everything you see about your friends is them with their family. That's when it yeah. when it sucks. But you know, we what are we're, we'll be ba- we'll be back for Christmas. But I mean, the reason we're not going is because we've spent all of our our funds on Japan and we're fucking juiced for that so yeah you got to save that energy too what was the other time that you weren't home for thanksgiving i had to go to a, a wedding that was scheduled the day after thanksgiving oh what oh, a joke i have no idea what you're talking about then hey yeah. uh by the way chase i haven't dropped this on either one of y'all Uh-oh. oh shit i'm heading back out to san diego next week whoa oh, man <laughs> What, you guys Let's best go. friends now? You guys are going to go hang out in San Diego all the time? I got work to That's do, thing, dude. man? Oh, you He's got, got work to do. Interesting. <laughs> I got to lay down that How work. How convenient. The second time in a couple months? That's interesting. <laughs> that, that works out like that. I'm just investing in my timeshare out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bought a piece of a timeshare. It's my time of the month. I got to <laughs> head out there. I'm not about to waste my money. That'd be ridiculous. But I Waste money on I a timeshare? S- I, uh, I stole the thunder away from you guys. So I do want to hear. What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? What's the plans? I am actually off of work for probably the first time in like 15 years. So wow. I'm very stoked to be able to think that I can wake <laughs> 15, up. 15 yes, I am 37 years old. <laughs> and uh, You're almost no. Bradley Cooper's age. Yeah, <laughs> almost <laughs> apparently. Uh, yeah, but I'm going to be able to actually spend the, the time with my family. It's always fun on Thanksgiving because we kind of have like a... 
like a hobo house where like everybody like everybody's straggler friends always also come hobo as well. House. So it's like our family and then like everybody brings one extra guest who didn't have anywhere to go. That's so funny. Sounds a like nice, a Thanksgiving special. Yeah, it should be a nice medley of people. <laughs> I'm very excited. Welcome to it. the hobo house. Welcome to the hobo house. Make yourself Get home. you some stuffing. Get you. <laughs> um, hey, my mom stuffing. is like, um, so my mom cares, I think, more about like uh, really planning holidays and stuff a lot. And so for the past like few years... She's uh, kind of acknowledged that she's like kind of gotten the best of all the holidays. Like she, she'll get like Christmas Eve night and Christmas morning with what? us when my dad double like, up. Gets, yeah, like that's the, the rest just, of the day. I just get Christmas Eve night and Christmas Eve and Christmas morning. You can have the rest of it. Yeah, those the are the two vital parts. You can have Christmas. the lead up. Yeah, you both of those. In the aftermath, when everybody's just enjoying their gifts, what's, so she's what's like wrong with that? realized that, and so she's like giving. She's trying to back off. I think a little this year, and so she yeah. just went to well back off. She went to Costa Rica with uh, um, my aunt, and it's basically like almost her sister. And so they went to Costa Rica. They're not even going to be around for Thanksgiving, and so I'm just going to go hang out with my dad, hang out with my brother. For a little bit, Mandy will be joining us. So that'll Ooh. be the first time that she's going to be like vo- joining our, you know, sort of family sort Aww. of deal. But um, yeah, I mean, actually, we're probably only going to be there for like, you know, maybe two or three hours. And then I think we're just going to play by ear, you know? That's Let's cool, do man. Some fun stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thanksgiving, so, man. An underrated wanna, holiday. You want to give a quick what we're thankful for? Be in the spirit of the holiday? Yeah, sure, man. Yeah, let's, why not? Let's yeah. throw it out there, man. Hunter, you got to kick us off, man, because I know you're a big Thanksgiving guy. I am a big Thanksgiving guy. Hunter's a big Thanksgiving guy. Um, you know, I'm 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 thankful that um, I just I'm just thankful that like things in my life in general, just as an overview, are just going in the right direction. You know, overall, like um, I feel like my like my brothers and my parents are all happy relatively. Um, I think my job is getting like I'm getting better at my job. Uh, things with my relationship are really good. Um, I'm still pursuing my interests. So, yeah, man, I feel like really happy about that. And then also, um, I'm thankful the DBFZ is going to come out. Yeah, I was going to say, like, on a shallow Dude. note, I am thankful for fighting games. <laughs> you know what I mean? And there's a plethora. Man, and DBFZ is a, th- a thing. That's a real thing that's on the horizon. Like, I probably won't feel the same after I get my ass kicked for, like, four weeks for, by y'all. <laughs> but... I'm well, still going to be thankful I'll, that it's coming out, you know, like that I can kind of just fully deep dive into it. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm also That's, thankful for DBFZ. And I'm also thankful for, uh, yeah, again, kind of the same thing, like outside of that, like hitting my stride a little bit and like my interests and what I want to do. Been, you know, pretty successful with the sign language thing so far. And yeah. I'm excited to get out of it and get into the world. So I'm excited to be on a path to, uh, to the future. So, <laughs> on a path. A path. Almost there. What about you, Chase? Yeah. I mean, like on days days like today or, you know, when you're around Thanksgiving, I'm someone who goes between like I'll fluctuate pretty, pretty drastically. You know, in one moment I will be furiously angry at the most plithy thing you can possibly imagine. Really? But then there are okay. other times when you then there's other times where like I, I can really take a step back and try to take in like the perspective of of what. I have and just how fortunate I am and like I mean I've been in a mood like that recently um, where it's small things like seeing videos of like a man who finished a a marathon in a wheelchair who was like disabled and took him like 17 hours and he fucking did it right and there's there was even a time last year in Austin where where I would work 
um, there was a homeless man who would be on the sh- who on the on the road and his legs he was like extremely disabled and <clears throat> excuse me he would like there was one point in time where after he was sort of done being out on the sh- on the road I saw him in a in a side street and like his, he was extremely disabled had like a walker and he's like walking up this hill and I just had like no idea where he was going. Or what it or what was happening in his life, but all I could think was like, I have it so fucking easy, you know? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I am so fucking check. lucky, in in almost just about every way you could possibly imagine. Like, I really f- feel like I'm in the point zero five percent of the luckiest people on the planet Earth, you know? Yeah. And oh, yeah. I try to constantly remind myself about um about sort of the hardship that is out there both internationally and just around myself as well to keep everything in perspective. So for me, it's, it's more of like a blanket blanket thankfulness of just how incredibly lucky I am to be living the life that I live, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. Something for us all to remember a little bit because perspective is good. There's times when I can get very angry at a fighting game, (laughs) curse my life. Curse my fingers, right? And then realize that... Uh, At least you got fingers, right? Yeah, wow, I have fingers. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> and, you know, these fingers so, are great. Yeah, these are really... I'm sorry that I did not give you the credit that you deserve. And you give him a nice fingers. big yeah. finger hug. And then I give him a finger hug and a finger kiss. And we move on about each our It's very disturbing. Now I don't have friends, and I'm not thankful for that. So, either way... I'm but, not uh, my friends who don't understand me. So. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Worth it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So not only am I thankful for all those things as well, I'm also thankful for brew daddies. I'm thankful for yeast. The broskies. Thankful for beers. So And for other alcohol, too. Don't mean to leave you out, Chase. I'm sorry. So let's see. What are, what are you drinking today? Uh, Hunter. We'll go Hunter. Okay. I'm going... Um, I think this is from... It doesn't explicitly say. It's, it's Bell's... Bells brewery the 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 website is bellsbeer.com it is a belgian inspired wheat ale with cherry juice called the pool time ale it is 5.0 percent alcohol by volume and at the bottom it says anytime is pool time with this refreshing belgian inspired wheat ale with a splash of michigan cherry juice it's perfect for the winter season. I feel like that's actually really good. Like it's a it's enough information, not too much information. You <laughs> yeah, know, not, the last not beer you had was like, we hope you knew this guy, and if you don't, tough shit. Right? Yeah, it's just like purposefully cryptic. Yeah, yeah. And then you have a novel sometimes in the back of the can, and you're like, I don't have time for this. Yeah, it was funny because like, Manny went to Specs and was gonna like get a couple of beers just to like help out with the the effort of getting new ones, and she was like, purposefully didn't get this because she's allergic to cherries. Uh, but I bought this on a trip before. So she's allergic to cherries? She's allergic to cherries, celery, and carrots. Well, the other two you're not missing out on too much, but <laughs> cherries? And really, I don't. Sunday with us, uh, nothing on top. Che- no, no, I, I absolutely no. I understand. Yeah, <laughs> what do you put on your Sundays? I think that cherry is easily one of the most overrated flavors. Yeah, dude, in my come opinion. on. Yeah, there's plenty of other better fruit flavors that are red. It's true, but yeah. I'm I'm just hoping that they just didn't just douse this with cherry flavoring. So. That's what I'm going into this with the mindset of. Yeah. What about you? What are you? What are you bringing? Coffee? Uh, not just coffee. All right. We. I have the second beer on my on my dank month <laughs> well, uh, of yeah. November. Yeah. All right. As you can see, I'm drinking the hot box. Yeah, that's right. This is dank month. This is dank month still. 
<laughs> Keep it in dank mindset. This is a hot box coffee porter from. Uh, is that uh, what it's really called? The yeah. hot box is awesome. Yeah. It's called the hot box, baby. It's, it's green and black. It's green and black, like a hot box, apparently. <laughs> um, you so want a box hot dog? From, from Oscar Blues Brewing, of course. Perfect. Love them out of uh, Colorado. And on the top, it says, turn your head and coffee. I don't know. That's awesome. Get it? it? It's like, turn your head and cough? Oh, turn you, your head and coffee. Well, I am uh, apparently on too much of the dank right that's now. That's probably like my favorite thing is all the puns that they use with these uh, a punny beer? inspired beers. Oh, I mean, that's the route you got to yeah, go. Yeah, you got to. It's got to be within the guidelines. <laughs> it's too flagrant. Yeah, you can't just be too bold like that because then somebody can call you on your shit. But the reason this is actually called a hot box coffee porter isn't because what you guys are thinking. It's a porter with hot box roasters and cold brewed coffee added. I don't know if that what a hot box roaster is, but... Fact is, this should make a pretty mean beer. So I'm excited. This is a. It's been a while since I've had a beer this dark on the show. It is a coffee porter, so it's gonna take it a little while. It is pretty dark, yeah. But uh, I'm down. I'm down. I love me some coffee and I love me some beer. So let's do this thing. What you got Chase? Chase, what's going on over there? All right, dude. I'm actually bopping into the world of beer. <laughs> He's bopping. I'm coming beer back. Bopping. I've got back. what's We're called a crowler, out. which is like a 32 ounce mega can. Holy I couldn't tell if that was like the angle of the camera. Yeah, you like, just that looks <laughs> fucking huge. It's like, it no, looks like an artillery shell. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. It's fucking oh, like a, huge. And like it comes from missile. stone. And Darian picked it up. It's basically like a it's like a growler, but smaller, you know, so you put fresh yeah. beer in there, which is why we gotta cool. we gotta drink it down, man. Yeah, um, yeah. It's an Imperial Saison with peach. Ooh. So this comes from like their R and D program. Because like that's uh, intriguing. That sounds really good. Yeah, Stone, you know, Stone has a bunch has a they're from San Diego and they got some tasting rooms around here and so she got this one from one of the tasting rooms. It's 10.3% alcohol by volume. Ooh. And Oh my god. I'm fucking stoked, man. I'm Dude, telling I've you, I've never like, heard of an Imperial Saison. Yeah, yeah. What does that even mean? Just a super Saison? <laughs> super spicy, super alcohol? That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. With a little peach in there. That's not what I expected when you peach? held up that can. Man, but yeah. so awesome. that's what I got, man. I'm I'm fucking juiced. I'm excited about fucking it. Fucking Chase, killing it right now. Man. I wonder if he'll be as giggly as we were all last episode. He probably will be. I don't about know if y'all listened to last episode. This, we were literally just geeking. Oh, the whole dude. Time. Oh, I that knew was the second we were done. It was a good show. Oh yeah, I <laughs> loved it. Sure. I, I listened to it twice. We were all yeah, fucking on like three hours of sleep. My favorite was uh, <laughs> Chase being like, "Wait, wait, canned farts? What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> Some oh, good bits. Man. There's some good audio clips from that one for sure. Oh man. But let's go let's make some more audio clips here, yeah. man. Let's make some more hilarious memories happen right now. So everybody say something funny once we get into this uh let's go ahead and uh, get the what what do I usually say? I fucking forgot what <laughs> this I is. Say. This is witty banter, my bad. Fliggity flip flop and doop doop doop. I was thrown off there a little bit. I'm sorry Funny stuff right now, yeah. X. And I, <laughs> what, you like taglined you your way out um, of the segment. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> or the segue. Oops. Oh, man. But we got some really hilarious topics to talk about. Right? Stop. You're going to disappoint so, everybody. Chase, you said you had something really funny to bring to the table. So let's All right, go ahead dude. and drop us with some knowledge here. Uh, Hunter, listen to this, <laughs> man. Yeah, this comes yeah, from oblivion, this comes man. from Kotaku, and there was a Magic the Gathering Grand Prix in Portland two weekends mm-hmm. ago, mm-hmm. and uh, it was won by a lady named Dana Fisher who won five to four in the tournament, and she's also only seven years old. Are you are fucking you fucking kidding, kidding me? me? 
Fisher is accompanied by her father, Adam, who sits alongside her during matches. But during the game, he mostly waits in the wings, only stepping in to help shuffle and draw cards. When she plays them, <laughs> she's beating opponents triple her age or older. How fucking infuriating awesome. would you be? That is the best thing I've <laughs> like, ever heard. Like, to be, just to take this so seriously, like, this is what you've worked for your whole life. And you have, like, so many different decks... And you spent so much money and so much time researching and you go and you're in the finals and you go and this little girl is sitting across the table from you and her dad is shuffling the cards. And you're like, hey man, am I going to battle you? Hey dude, what's going on? Uh, We about to battle? And he's like, hold on, let me get your real contestant here. My daughter from behind me. She's taking a nap. That is awesome. That's that crazy as fuck. Fucking cool, man. That is yeah, super and they like, fucking cool. They interviewed her too, and she like pointed out, yeah, I only needed four wins to get a buy for the next tournament, but I got five, so I'm gonna get the buy easily. And it's just like this is amazing. Oh my wow. goodness. I love that it. it's alive and well on the youth, man. How there cool is that? But like I see I see articles like this, and I'm just like what, are, what is your brain like? How did you do this? You know, Magic the Gathering is a complicated game, and you clearly have some sort of just intuition about this, you know? I, I don't understand the game right now as we speak, and I have tried to comprehend Technical it. mastery, man. That's pretty insane. How proud do you have to be as that? Either, I hope actually it's the opposite. I hope it's like a business dad who has no idea really what's going on. <laughs> he wanted on. her to be a cheerleader. And it's just like going to these <laughs> tournaments like, I don't know what everybody's freaking out about. Well, he, oh, she's cool. playing a she card game. She some cards over. Oh, real cool. Spooky beasts from Lord of the Rings. Lucky draw. I don't know. <laughs> from Lord Great. of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lucky draw. Oh, my God. Man, that is really amazing. That's yeah, awesome, I wonder, man. I wonder if she builds her own decks. Yeah, geez. Always. Anyway, That's that was sick. just a quick one I want to throw in there. That is super cool. Uh, so you did something pretty exciting recently, yeah, Hunter. I did. You didn't win a tournament as a seven-year-old. I didn't. But you did something almost equally as cool. Well, hold on. Before I even get into that, let's just, because we're saying we're going to own this, right? Yeah. Let's just bring up the fact that there is that DLC that we're talking about, DBFZ, right? Yeah, DBFZ let's, some, let's have, get a DBFZ catch yeah, up. Let's get to something that everybody yeah, can, can, can reference. Here. So there's some, D, there's some DLC that you said was recently dropped, and there were new characters that were, I think since we last recorded, there have been dropped as well, right? There are new characters in the game. Officially, there are new characters. The other characters are a rumor. So okay. officially, what we know now is we've pretty much everybody added another character to the team as far oh, as Oh, yeah. Considered. That yeah, was the right? best part I mean, is, yeah. Yeah. That's like seriously crazy. I mean, we got we got Kid Boo in the ring. Which I imagine going to Chase, right? I mean, at least think, most yeah. most likely. I'm going to check yeah. him out for sure. Because Kid Boo yeah, was my main in Budokai. Yeah, Budokai, right. that was definitely. We've got uh, good old-fashioned Gotenks, which we all saw from a mile away. Go ahead, check the records. I think he we is the most interesting in that, like, whenever I played with him in Budokai... I never really liked any of his mo- like his super moves and stuff. He very was much. very distinct in the idea that you couldn't rely on like which one was his blast, which one was his explosive wave, which one was his volley because he had like the ghosts. He had the ghosts. He had the, he had the donut beam, ring, the which donut would miss ring, very miss easily. A lot, but it was cool when you got people. But. Mm-hmm, yeah, and he might be a very interesting character because the ghost, the way that it looks like in the trailer, looked to just be like a rushdown setup. Like put the ghost out when they're knocked down, and that gives you free pressure, right? Yeah. And they right. also have the donut ring, which could be like a fucking mid-screen command grab or something. I don't know. I mm-hmm. think, but I the intro animation for when you pick go tanks and the round is about to start 
uh, they fuse oh, right yeah. before the battle every time. That's I'm like, that's fucking right awesome. There. That is fantastic, man. And, and he's goofy. Awesome. Yeah, he like does the little like he has his hands, ah, hands and he like hips. does like the yeah. march <laughs> kick <laughs> thing. Um, and then cool. Ultimate Gohan, right? You got Ultimate Gohan, which I immediately thought of Hunter. Yeah, when that got announced, because yeah, he's my he Budokai main. That was Hunter's Budokai main. Because you and you're overall, you have an affinity towards Gohan. You're yeah, you're like, like Gohan was like the because like when I was watching DBZ growing up, Gohan is who you vicariously lived through. Like I'm like, he's oh, I want to be Gohan. We were all Gohan's he's age. He's 11. I'm like 12. Yeah, I'm gonna be Gohan. Yeah, of course. And so yeah, no, Ultimate Gohan is a great addition. I'm really glad. Because, I mean, Teen Gohan's kind of lame. I never really liked um, Great Saiyaman, but Ultimate Gohan turned it up for me. Like he redeemed himself quite a bit. Because he's uh, not just like Super Saiyan Teen Gohan or whatever. Stupid way to take that character. Yeah, that they he defeats the most power. He transcends his father, (laughs) the strongest being in the known universe at the time, (laughs) and then beats. Easily the biggest enemy of the universe. Yeah, and then it's like, well, better hit the books. Because <laughs> well, that no was like an attempt I for them to trade them. off the main. Like they wanted him to be the main protagonist after that, and then I, yeah. I really think that they just destroyed any momentum they had at making that a, actually a thing with the fucking mm-hmm. high school bit. Like no one wanted yeah, that. Was, yeah, and everybody hated that. It was so stupid. We and Max were just talking about it before the show about like how refreshing it was to have Gohan just completely flip the script and it not be all about Goku for the whole fucking show. Everything leading up to Goku winning, right? It was like, Gohan fucking won. And then I've made this reference several times. I don't know if you've heard this, Chase. We need to have a hashtag make Gohan great again and or like a make Gohan great again shirt or hat or something. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely support that. Because like, I, I just, I'm just, I am a, a Gohan fanboy, and I it bothers time. me that he's a shithead and that he's all about studying, but yeah. he has you're the potential a, to be the you're coolest. You're a superhero. <laughs> you are a superhero. And a mama's boy. <laughs> yeah. All right, but so we got some DLC it. rumors. Right. Yeah, let's, we do let's have DLC that. rumors too as well. I don't know if uh, so. I know Bardock was supposed to be for DLC. That's what everybody's saying as well yeah. right now, which is cool. I like Bardock. You know what I realized about Bardock as I was playing Budokai recently is he has a really cool stance. Oh, it's he's really grimy. like brawler he's stance. He's a brawler, man. He is from. He's got like one fist cocked in the back. Back <laughs> oh, when nice. being a Saiyan meant something, man. Yeah, he like <laughs> has this huge fucking race wide grudge against Frieza. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Absolutely. And then the other one, of course, a witty banter favorite. Yeah, we've been bringing. Raditz, baby. <laughs> Gotta bring oh, that. It's almost like we predict. Raditz, it's like we know what this <laughs> game this one, needs. Look, this one's a rumor. We don't know for sure. There's also a rumor that two of the other characters are going to be um, just the regular form of Goku and regular form of Vegeta as well. Which, Chase, what do you think about that? Do you think that's I think, necessary? I think at that point, that's too many Gokus. I think giving us we the Super Saiyan about. Gokus and the God Gokus was already pushing it. And then well, wait, to but give there's us only a God Goku and a Super Saiyan Goku, right? Yes, just okay. one of each because so there's, there's two other like, Gokus. Can you not go about? like Super Saiyan one? Super right Saiyan now, two, there's Super two Saiyan three. Gokus. Yes, there's the God form Goku. and Super Saiyan, Saiyan right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And so right. to add one more, I just think is too much. You think so? Because I, I'm actually pretty for that because I like 
There's a lot I mean, of I would early rather moves. if I could trade God form for just normal Goku, I would make that trade. Me but too. if we already have God form and then we're adding one more, it's like, all right, it's, it's enough. So we can't go Kaioken in in Dragon Ball. Like Fighters. I said, I would love <laughs> to have <laughs> young Goku you know, over God Goku. I'm just okay. I'm just saying, I would love to uh, Kaioken times four. What's it telling Max? Point. I just think it's dumb to like make it a, a character slot. Like it should I, just be a variation of the same character. It, it just means that they're gonna have way. different move sets. Yeah, yeah, which is which cool. Is I mean, it makes the character right. expressive in a different way. But what about but what about like a Saiyan Vegeta, like early Saiyan Vegeta, Saiyan Saga, like Saiyan I said, Saga Vegeta. I would much rather. I think three of one character <laughs> is too much. Period. I would much rather have just the normal Saiyan versions of both of them. I'm really disenchanted okay. with the God thing. Like I know that it's I, I legit. I think it's legitimate. Fresh, I think it's know? legitimate, but you don't have any other Dragon Ball Super shit in there. I guess you do have yeah. a Golden Frieza, huh? Yeah, and I'm guarantee that'll come later. I guarantee it's part of the DLC. I guess yeah. There's got to be two or three characters that are super. I wonder if they'll put Jiren and hit and ah, that kind of shit in they're there. They're also <laughs> hinting at. Uh, Broly being not DLC, but as a part of that too as well. Yeah, I mean, like it's not really. That I, well, no, like I love Broly. Well, Hunter right? doesn't like Broly. I guess I just played Budokai with Broly, and I was never like a fan of his move sets. Like there was nothing that's really a that's different game. Man. Yeah, like, it'll be interesting to see. Being a big body means a lot more in a game like Dragon Ball Fighter oh, yeah. than it did in Tenkaichi. Tenkaichi. He's gonna have like armor moves, and he'll be yeah. able to just like truck through grabs, a bunch of diff, like attacks. Yeah, you know? Absolutely, yeah. big old meaty grabs, man. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hunter doesn't uh, know media yet, so it gets him right. Yeah, exactly. you got. Oh, I'm so excited, Hunter. Oh man, Hunter, he has a whole door being open here. <laughs> Dude, like who's you, left, man? Who's left in Dragon Ball Fighters? Like who else uh, could be put in there? Are there like, any no characters from around? Dragon Ball that you'd want to see as like really nice nods? Uh, like nobody that I'm like super duper. I mean, you could have you it. could have either Master Roshi. I or want. I was literally yeah. I want Master Roshi. Is it Jackie Chan? Uh, oh no, yeah, who was the Jackie it's not Chan? Jackie guy? Chan. It's like Jackie Chan or something or like something that. along those yeah, lines. Yeah, it's Jackie Chan. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, it's been a while since I've watched Dragon Ball. Yeah. Good show, by the way. I guess you could have Chaozu. I think that would be kind of a lame mm. character. I wouldn't pay DLC for Chaozu. Chaozu. Chaozu's way more of a side <clears throat> character. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know who else has like that much. I mean, like I can think of other characters, but we none said PyCon a long time ago. I think PyCon would be a fucking great I don't addition. PyCon was important enough, though, to have his own character. But he was. I mean, he was. What did he he do? was. He was the first one that legitimized Goku outside of the world of Earth. That is kind of true. You know, like brawl with him in the world tournament. Yeah, it's that was the important. final. Yeah. PyCon, PyCon, you were like, oh, okay, so Goku's great on a universal level, right? He kind of established himself as the greatest fighter in Universe 7. I will say, Andrew Tarvin had a great idea with the inclusion, and hear me out, Hunter, of Bulma and making her an items character. Because right now in, like, Guilty Gear, there's a character named Faust, and his whole game is set up on throwing items on the screen, and the items are random, so you don't get to choose what they are, but you have to react to what they they come out as. And Mm -hmm. if Bulma was a character who was throwing capsules and doing a bunch of stuff like that, I can actually see that being very interesting. I can see that. That would be cool, but Krillin's already kind of filling that, that niche. With with items? Yeah, he throws out either a sensu bean or oh. other kind of stuff too as well. Yeah, yeah, and 
I don't know. She's just never really been poised in the show as a fighter. I mean, I, I could see that happening too. Um, or you could also have, uh, I was wondering, like, would you rather have, I think the answer is kind of obvious. Would you rather have Hercule or Videl come into the play? I would never want Videl in anything that I do. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing about Videl that I want. But you would go with Hercule? You would allow Hercule to be kind of in the fray? I mean, he's not like my first choice, but he. I would appreciate like... I think it would be funny to watch somebody do really well with Hercule. Hercule. What yeah, about... Him being like a what, Dan. What about uh, Deborah? Mm, Deborah? I like Deborah. What about uh, Nail? Would you guys like a nail nails, throw? There's up no throw way up? nail is important enough to be in there. I just feel like nail is any just iconic a trans- moves, is like a means to an end for Piccolo like getting stronger. Zarbon. See Zarbon. Oh, Chase loves Zarbon. Chase does love Zarbon. I like Zarbon. It's those He's tights, cool. dude. Yeah, man. He's fresh, man. Well, Zarbon's cool because Looking he great. has his own transformation, whereas Dodoria is just kind of a big pink blob. Very true. And do we do we not like? Um, any of the Kai's? We don't like King Kai or like Supreme Kai or anything like that. Not enough to put him in, man. I don't. I don't really. No, think about not him too really. Much. What about the Ox King? No, that might be interesting. I don't know. See is if if we got Ox King yeah. over um, Master Roshi? Roshi, I'd be upset. Yeah. yeah. What about Vegito? So we were talking about this chase. I think what Vegito do you think would be about cool. Vegito versus Gogeta? I mean, as like inclusion <laughs> as characters. Either way, first off, give me just just your blanket. Of the game, how do you feel about which them? And then maybe which one would be better in the game? Yeah. Uh, I mean, when it comes to the characters in the show, like I thought they were all right. I'm not the biggest fan of them. I thought it was interesting that like when when they introduced fusion, I was really into it. But it's a lot. It's just I don't know. To me, to me, it was just more of stuff. It was it was a way to just make the show last longer or make the, yeah. you know, the story the last longer. And as yeah. characters, like I said, I'm, I am already tired of how many Vegetas and Gokus we have. We don't need to start combining <laughs> yeah. them. So. No? All right. I think Vegeta okay. would be cool. But I, on record, Gogeta is cooler than Vegeta. Yeah. I'm going to say that as a character as well, but I agree. It is what it is. No, so, but I'm glad I, we got a little update there. Yeah. I, I am excited to see what the rest of the character, cause I mean, I, we are getting to a point now to where like all the predictable characters are gone. Yeah, pretty much. You know? So mm-hmm. now we're just waiting to see what happens. Okay. Uh, man, good update here. Well, okay. I'll, I'll anyway, snatch back it to my segue. Yeah. You also did something <laughs> equal as entertaining. You didn't win a tournament as a seven year old, but, <laughs> no. um, nice. So yeah, I've been, um, for the past like 10 days or two weeks, I've just been pining over my, um, my entrance into the cryptocurrency world. And, um, yeah, I would just like for the longest time, dude, back in like April, I was talking about getting into Bitcoin because I was like, man, it jumped from like 1200 to 1700 and it's like continuing to go up i think i'm gonna get into it i never got into it now bitcoin's like eight thousand dollars per bitcoin seriously yeah and it is i'm hurting because i didn't do that at that point like i would be like very well off at this point if i had done that um but i decided (laughs) to just (laughs) go ahead and get into it um i just kind of wanted to like in the same vein as like what chase talked about like um going to san diego and doing his uh online uh, medical experience with yeah, oh with yeah. the, the marijuana. Um, I felt like I wanted to do the similar thing with uh, cryptocurrency because it was like this really novelty experience, and I felt like, oh man, this is so cool and doing this for the first time. Um, but yeah, basically, like, th- I guess I have to break it down like this, right? 
you have to, in some way, store. If you're going to buy cryptocurrency, you have to some way store it. And there are what are considered to be two different, like, um, large subcategories of storage. One is hot wallets, and one are cold wallets. Um, hot wallet is something that is, like, online. So it would be, like, on a mobile app, or it would be a wallet that's on an exchange that you're using. And it's something that will allow you to be able to kind of like quickly make trades and exchanges, buy and sell with it. But it's, it's, it's very susceptible to being hacked. It's less secure, right? Mm -hmm. for, the, for the people that are kind of like these like hardcore fundamentalists, like you should do everything in your power to secure your money and your wallet and everything that you're buying and stuff. They suggest cold storage, which is offline storage. Um, that was right up my alley. I'm like, I, this is going to be a, a long-term investment for me. I'm not just going to try and like trade this shit. I want to buy it and sit on it and see how it grows. Yeah. Um, and so there are different ways of doing um, cold storage. One is like a paper wallet where you go to this like online generator and you like create a private key and then you have to do all this other like kind of tech savvy stuff that I wasn't really like going to do. And ultimately you come to this code that you write down on a piece of paper and you like keep the paper right and you send stuff Damn, to that dude. piece of paper yeah. i kind of um, like that i kind of like that you've got a blend of like crypto sci-fi with like put it in the in the bed the mattress there and you'll keep it with <laughs> yeah. you forever seriously that just seems so temperamental like don't lose that don't lose what oh shit like i yeah you know, eight thousand dollars <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> Well, I mean, it was just so weird to me, too, like, thinking about how, like, I could go from the U.S. to, like, anywhere else in the world and carry this piece of paper with me and carry all of the value that I've invested with that code, right? Mm -hmm. Or even if I just memorized it. If I memorized that code... So with, then, with the code, is it this is it this case that like from anywhere in the world, you can somehow, like, get your money out? Like, you can, you can cash it yeah. in? Yeah, uh, the way I was telling it with Max is just to, to, as a brief analogy, if you think about your wallet as a, a vending machine and basically anybody can put money into it, right? And that's what's called a public key. And like if you go to like um, videos of like YouTubers that are really into crypto and stuff, they'll take donations for their stuff their public key. and they'll put their public key code on it. Oh, Which is cool. weird because you can see their wallet. They're like, I have three hundred thousand dollars. You can like see what's in their account because you can see their public you can, key. You can only make deposits to it. Can you? Yeah, like, yeah. you can't withdraw. But if from I it. wanted to send it, right? Only I know my private key for my wallet, right? Um, and you know, there's like a shit. There's like hundreds of cryptocurrencies right now, and traditionally. You know, if you're going to do like a paper wallet or some sort of like tech savvy cold wallet, you need to make a different wallet for each cryptocurrency that you buy. But I ended up going with a hardware wallet, which is essentially a sophisticated USB flash drive. And so I ordered this thing off of Amazon, which actually isn't really um, uh, recommended. 
you're supposed to kind of go straight from the manufacturer because it's like, well, some middleman guy could have like taken the private key and done this mm-hmm. or whatever. But it, I, I was reading up on it and people were like, well, if you go from like trusted or like people that Amazon, have really high reviews, yeah. right? Like if you don't go just from like a shitty seller that has like three reviews. Yeah. Um, Johnny's back alley. Yeah. Bitcoin sales. I went with one that had like 5,000 reviews and it was all five stars, right? Yeah. Um, and so I got it. It was perfectly packaged. Everything was good. I could tell it wasn't tampered with. Um, so yeah, I like got this it's a, it's a usb flash drive with like a little screen on it and it's called a nano ledger Whoa. s right nice. so i like plug it into this my computer so yeah, cool dude. i plug it into this my computer so cool. and a hologram comes out and it's a butler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was like ultimate gohan is going to be in dragon ball so like it's crazy because you go to like the person who creates these they have a website and you go to their website and it has apps. You download these apps onto Google Chrome. And this is just to get this thing set up, right? It's getting like configured in this sense, right? Yeah. So I go I mean, and I do all are, this stuff. It already, sorry, Hunter, just to interrupt real quick. It. it already sounds complicated, but I honestly like that. I like how many manual steps are in there because it shows how decentralized it is, you know? So yeah, anyway, you don't want to make it too easy. Yeah, I have on every on every step on honestly multiple times over. I have two step authentication, and um, I also have like a, an authenticator app that I use to be able to access this shit, which is nice. like on my phone. It creates a six digit code, and then I go to this thing and I type that code in, and it'll let me in. So it's pretty it's pretty in depth. Um, nice. So that's that's, cool. that's just to configure this this hardware wallet. This essentially a USB flash drive to store my shit, right? Then it's like, well, how do I get it, right? Mm-hmm. There's like all these different exchanges that you can go to and get and you know get different various types of cryptocurrencies. But it's not easy just to put money in and get cryptocurrencies back. The easiest way to do it um, is Coinbase, which is an exchange. You put you can put money in, and you can either get Bitcoin. You can get Ethereum, or you could get Litecoin, which is basically the market value at that point in time. And you can lock it in, right? So if I buy it today, it'll take probably like a week for it to like actually get to me because they have to wait for the uh, funds to get transferred between the bank you know, that you're using or whatever. But it gets locked in from the transaction date. So if I buy it today at 100 and it gets to me when it's at 110, I'm getting it for what was the $100 value. Um, so I go to Coinbase. It's an exchange I buy a little bit of Ethereum, buy a little bit of Bitcoin, buy a little bit of Litecoin. I just want to see how many of these throwing it here. We're getting a little over there. You know, I'm not throwing it all down, right? I I just it's it is a a part of the portfolio at this point. But yeah, the same price for everything, huh? Everything in the same realm, as far as no. So Bitcoin right now is at eight thousand dollars per Bitcoin. Ethereum is at about three hundred fifty dollars per per Ether. Okay. And Litecoin is kind of like it's it is the sort of predecessor of Bitcoin, but it's it's based around speed and um, smaller block transaction cycles and times. So it's kind of like it's a spiritual successor in a way. Um, so I got a little bit of that because it's like you know seventy dollars per Litecoin right now. Yeah, it's a good way to hedge. Yeah. And um, and so I just invested a little bit here and there into each of these. And then, so once you buy it, all you know, the transactions will come through maybe a week later on your exchange account. So you see, you're like, oh, fuck, 
like my account wallets have <laughs> the coins yeah. in there, right? Got to count my coins. And so then you you go to your site, right? And then you pull up these the the USB apps that you have, like the 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 wallet apps that you downloaded, and then you send you like copy you basically go to the USB site that has the apps and you say, I want to receive something and it'll give you what the receiving code is. You type that code into your Coinbase account, type it in, press send, and it gets sent over and then you like watch it on your app. It's like received. So it's like in my USB flash drive now. And so I have all my stuff in there now. And uh, I don't know, it was just cool. It was really novel to see like something that, I was telling Max, like, it's, like, something that is re- isn't really tied to, like, the dollar or anything. It's not, like, a stock yeah. or anything. It is a it is a purely digital asset that I own. It's, like, operating on a network completely removed from all those things, too. Yeah. And um, just, 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 like, feeling like I'm on the cutting edge of it. Because as far as all of the, um, you know... Chase, at one point, I remember you being like, well, I just feel like we're way past it and like it's too late to get in on it. But like, really? Every time we've said that, less than yeah. 1% of yeah. the world owns any cryptocurrencies. Yeah. It's probably closer to like 0.5%. Everybody's of the saying that. So nobody has Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and plus, like, almost anybody that's older than 35 that I've ever heard talk about it that isn't like in the space is like, just completely skeptical of it. It's like, I'll never do it. I don't want to do it. I no don't way. understand it. I don't Digital get it. Digital money? No, yeah. thank you. And um, so, Is it going to no. make America great again? Well, tell me that one. <laughs> but it might make yeah, great Can you great answer again. that? Huh? <laughs> but um, Are the yeah. libs for it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> the lib The libs for it? <laughs> <laughs> But no, man, it was just uh, it was just cool. Like, let me I'm, let me ask you this. Uh, yeah, as sort Give of like a final got. question. Like, when you bought it, was your mind more in the headspace of this is an asset to own that I hope um, you know gets becomes more valuable and, and and generates money for me, or and maybe and these things don't have to be mutually exclusive, or was it more of like I really want to buy into the idea of what this is and sort of be on that cutting edge. And uh, be a be like a supporter of this entire thing. So I I'm gonna I'm gonna answer I'm gonna say it's a, a mix of both, but there's also a third layer of it. So there's the idea that one I believe in the technology. And I've actually done enough research into what blockchain is, and then also how cryptocurrency is. You know, it dissociates from banks. It dissociates from governments. I just think it's really empowering for individuals. I think that there's a lot of use cases for these different kinds of cryptocurrencies. And I just think it's fun. It's a cool culture to be involved in. I feel like I'm like investing in the internet in the early nineties is what is I feel that, like. Is that culture like literally, are you talking about basically the community of people who are, who surround the, the people you interacted with to even get it, you know, like those sort of community circles? Like it's, it's like, you know, like right now, um, I have probably like three or four people on YouTube that I really like their videos and their sort of analysis of market trends. Like every day, it's a very volatile market. So there's always something to talk about every day. Um, there's a lot of, um, just content that's being generated about it. And it's crazy because it's like, the biggest people in the space are getting probably anywhere from like 50,000 to a hundred thousand views on some of their videos. So it's like, it's 
big, it's relevant, but it's not it's not crazy big. Like yeah, there's still pretty fairly, you know, remote communities around these people and stuff. Um and so yeah, like those are the people that kind of got me into that culture and just like, you know, just just I yeah, again, I just like I believe in the product, I believe in the idea. I think it'll be fun to get into. So there's that. There's a little bit of conscious consumerism. I do believe that it's something that I'm getting in on the early side because I've taken the time to research it and like like we don't have any big institutions that have gotten into it. Wall Street hasn't gotten into it. Wall Street just recently said they're going to start um, allowing futures trading to to go on with it, which is like basically a big sign of verification from their end of it. Um, the IRS has said that they're going to consider cryptocurrencies to be property. Um, and, you know, I think that there's going to be um, ETFs, which is basically just like um, securities that are based off of if Bitcoin goes up, then you can buy a security that also will go up with kind of the trend of Bitcoin. That's kind of a part of the stock market. So there's all this like validation that's going on from these big institutions. They're trying to get their heads around it, figure out how they're going to regulate it, figure out how they're going to be able to get in on it or whatever. And then there's the third layer, which is something that like I've only recently started thinking about, which is like, if I really believe it, I also kind of think that this could be the way that people transact value in the future. So like, if I really believe that, you know, in 15 years from now, if I want to buy a house or even a, even groceries with Litecoin or Bitcoin or Ether or something, if I really believe that, then I'm also thinking that this investment is going to be something that not only will appreciate, but it'll be something that I use to transact things that I want in the future. Like it'll be a mode of normal exchange. Um, and just having it now, while it's still relatively new, it's just very valuable because then people that are getting in late in the game, they're going to want to be able to use the same platform, but they're only going to have like, you know, a 10th of whatever. And I'm going to have, you know, the ability to be able to make more of those transactions because I want to, but I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it's a well, lot of different things going on. Too. I know I'll definitely be hitting you up when it's time for me to finally do the same. It's fucking dope that you've sort of like, I didn't realize, I didn't recognize really how complicated it was to sort of get into this. And the amount of research that it does take to not go in there just fucking wide-eyed and do something stupid. Mm -hmm, um, yeah. So it's really cool that you've built that knowledge base. And I don't know, man. This honestly gets me excited even for like a witty banter perspective where, you know, this is a show where we like to talk about goofy shit like Dragon Ball Fighter Z, <laughs> And it's also Nothing a show where... Nothing goofy Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> that's very true. It's very serious. Um, and it's also a show where like we have continued to sort of share what we're up to in our lives. And I, I think I think our listeners honestly can learn a whole lot about following where you kind of go with all this. So the culture is pretty fascinating. I've been getting into it for a couple of weeks. So, yeah, if we I'll check on uh, in on it in the more relevant aspects. Yeah. Over keep, time. Yeah, absolutely. Keep us posted because it does sound like it's going to be. Uh, I mean, with all the validation from Wall Street and other you know the fucking irs i mean shit there's a lot of glossy eyed per, uh, optimism about it but then there's a lot of guys that are like it's a big scam and it's a big bubble and it's gonna pop <laughs> i feel like i hear that about everything that, <laughs> so it's, that's, yeah. well that's, that's buy, a bubble buy, and that's buy, gonna pop sell sell it Netflix, zero that's gonna zero pop. zero <laughs> google that's gonna pop it's a bubble <laughs> oh man but thank you for bringing that to the table a dense first half very right. yeah yeah very good let's go ahead let's take a break let's take a breather let's count our bitcoins and our litecoins <laughs> 
and our Elise, Elysian dollars. Uh, uh, Ethereum. Ethes- Ethereum dollars. And, uh, Ethereum dollars. And then uh, come back and check it out. All right, sounds good. If you want to keep up with the show after the microphones have turned off, be sure to follow us on social media by searching Witty Banter Show on Twitter and Instagram and liking us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Witty Banter Podcast. Want to steer the conversation or be a part of the show? Just go on down to wittybantershow.com and leave us a suggestion for a beer or a question for us to answer on the show. And if you like what we're doing and you want to support the cause, head on over to iTunes and leave a review. And feel free to share it with your friends. Let's get back to it. Chase, I see you've, you've traded up your beer. For another Smirnoff sparkling liqueur. What are you talking about? I'm still drinking the same beer. (laughs) No, 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 man. Because I saw a little bit of a a quick swig out of something else. I have to save the rest of that beer for Darian because it's it's, it's hers to share. I can't drink it all. But that beer, it's really weird, man. Like, I don't have a lot to say in terms of details on, like, the flavor profile other than... That was like the most drinkable 10.3% beer I think I've ever had. Like I just wow. sat there awesome. sipping it and That's sipping it. It was say. super light. It was very refreshing. It was like bright tasting. There was that peach citrusy that was coming through and it wasn't sour at all, but it was more of just like a mild tartness from that saison, you know, mm, and, and like you had yes. a little bit of like a yeast characteristic to it. So that Sounds good. I don't know, man. Like Stone is is quickly becoming my favorite brewery. It is my favorite brewery out here and you know, the, I, I used to just kind of think of them as a very popular, you know, craft beer that, I mean, you saw them everywhere, right? Like they're in Austin. I just, I just thought they were just a really big brewery. And so they happen to be everywhere. Yep. And I'm just slowly but surely gaining a lot of respect for them. That's good. That's good. How was the, uh, how was the cherry pool time beer coming along? And it's good. It's not as cherry as I was thinking about it. That being really? said, it's like not, su- it's also not super descript. Um, yeah. It's, you know, they're saying that it's a, a Belgian wheat ale um, with cherry juice. Um, that being said, I mean, like, I get a little bit of the cherry. Um, it's not, like, super banana-y, which I'm usually expecting out of Belgians. Um, I even feel like the, like the weediness of it doesn't really, like, doesn't really play super heavily into it. It just is kind of, like... Dare I say a, a straightforward beer yeah, hey, with a little bit every of now and again cherry twin? You can get a straightforward beer, yeah. But it's not bad. Like I, I think it's good. I think it's a good beer. So right on. That's where I'm at. It's cool. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same realm with the uh, the hot box. You know, maybe it's just because I haven't had like a porter or like a coffee porter in a long time. But it's hard for me to find anything that really sets this coffee porter out. Maybe from you've other just ones forgotten here. what it's like to truly hot box, Max. I think that's probably <laughs> it. Let's go ahead. Let's turn the van back on. So I'll jump in there. Let's, let's bo- box hot. Let's box the Bahawks, man. But I mean, it is good. I mean, I do. I love me a porter. It's not nearly as thick as I had anticipated. Um, the coffee flavor is definitely prevalent. Uh, I really don't know what else to really say. Is so it far. roasty, bro? But it's definitely <laughs> nugs. Definitely. Does it Have draw a like a pencil? Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, goes down smooth, absolutely, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was only a, a one eighth for an eighth, so that's pretty cool. Nice, <laughs> one eighth for an eighth. <laughs> All right, uh, so 
Uh, so we we've gotten a little, you know, a little bit congested with a few emails lately. Yeah, we've been, you know, our servers have been shutting down. Yeah, from the, it's almost the, like a DDoS literally attack the at tens this point. of emails <laughs> flooding in to from our email corner. One or two people. Yeah, from four or five <laughs> different people, maybe. Uh, but <laughs> we do appreciate them. Thank you so much. But uh, we got a little, we got a little housekeeping to do, so we're gonna start a little bit of a spring cleaning has been moved up to, hmm, to like some that. winter cleaning. Yeah. So let's go ahead and let's go, let's go straight to the mail corner. Let's knock out a bunch of questions today. All right, man. We're gonna kick it over to Dooney's mail corner. It's Dooney's mail corner. <laughs> and the first one corner. comes from Dunter Horset. Interesting. What is the weirdest fact you know? the weirdest fact that I know one that really caught me off guard was a few episodes ago when we did the up or down game and I found out that (laughs) only like that like 50 over 50% or something of UK pilots have admitted to falling asleep while driving a plane yeah (laughs) and I was just like are you fucking kidding me it's called flying a plane but yeah what did I say (laughs) I thought it was flight attendants. Oh, did I say driving a plane? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Driving Um, a horse. One thing that I always go back to is that I know that the wave-like movement of your esophagus when you're chewing food is uh, is called peristalsis. And the food that you chew in order to allow the swallowing movement is a bolus. You chew it up. You chew it up in a nice little crunchy bits, right? That's the bolus. And then you shove it down your esophagus with peristaltic movements. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's gross. (laughs) Uh, You know, I actually, I have a pretty cool one that I learned recently. Mm -hmm. And it was that, you know how in old Western movies, they like, there's always a long stare down? Hmm. It's because there was a, like in old Western times, right? If you shot second, it wasn't considered murder, which oh, is why so there's like an incentive to not, and they would wait for the other person to try to shoot first, and then sit there and go, hey, that's blah, really blah. And then somebody would try to shoot, and then the other that person is would a shoot, and that's fuck. why that's why they would do it that way. That's why they would fucking sit there and say because you like want the other person you don't to shoot murder first, somebody, but you, you want it to be self defense. <laughs> but you shot them the second they put their hand. in I like that. One, that's actually cool. really legit. Yeah, that's a good one. So. Chasing I don't, I, cool dude. Concepts. I really don't have any very many good ones. Like I was sitting here hoping I could think of something. I'll, I'll give you this. It's a piece of movie trivia. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in the Matrix, <laughs> Jason's oh one of Jason's all-time favorites. <laughs> all of the license plates on the cars are um, shorthand for Bible verses, and all of the cool. Bible verses either reference the character who. Like relate to the character who's driving or relate to the scene that's going on right at that moment. That's actually really cool. <laughs> that was surprisingly nice. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Chase. you. I like I'm it. stuck yeah. to landing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. <laughs> flopping around in the air and then just oh, whoosh, right on the floor there. Great. No splash. Good stuff. Thank All you right. for the question. Thank you. So Hunter. we got a question from Dooney Ray. You know how Dooney Ray likes to do? He puts in long ones. He does. Long thinkers. Great. He says, we've all played against each other in competitive video games. Yeah. Except, and he, he means even including himself. And he says, excluding Hunter versus myself. He, know, he yeah. knows that he hasn't gotcha. done that yet. Yes. He says, what are everybody's greatest strengths and weakness? He says, free, feel, he says, feel free to include me if you wish, but you cannot answer for yourself. And he says, here's my critique. He fucking just throws it right in there. Okay, dude. He gets perfect. right in there. Also, side he note. Says, 
He says, Max, he gets into a good flow, which makes mix-ups difficult to handle, but combos aren't optimal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's, He's talking about Tekken, Tekken 7. That's Tekken, specifically. <laughs> let's let's get let's the make sure we clear it up. He's talking about my Tekken skills are that way. And then he says, uh, Chase, he learns, he learns opponents' habits quickly, but tilts relatively quickly as well. I agree with that. What's the tilt comment? I don't get it. Tilt. When you're on tilt is when you like, I don't want to say you like you freak out. You're on edge, but you're like volatile. It's a poker term. To play on tilt is to play like upset, angry with emotion. You've lost the clarity of your headspace. Okay. Exactly. Okay. That's that's definitely, that's definitely chases for sure. (laughs) Okay. No, just for real. This is tough because you can't say uh, say what our own strengths are. I like it. That's good. No um, one's going to be able to speak to him. I would say that Hunter's are is that he uh, doesn't hide his memory card after he goes to sleep. And uh, oh then I go God. and I steal his created character in Mortal Kombat Armageddon's uh, <laughs> character attributes. And then I make my own. And then I now have just as good of a character. I mean, I, Chase, <laughs> you're welcome to say what you will. I, I mean... I haven't played y'all enough to be able to master what y'all are or are not good at, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think that y'all be able to speak to each other better, but I do think I would know the one thing that I think I'm good at and bad yeah. at. You can feel free to answer for yourself, though. I'm bad at just strictly reactionary stuff, mm-hmm. right? I don't I do not do enough training to be able to... Yeah. Um, you don't react. You play by your heart, you know? Yeah, I play by what I know. Yeah. Heart of the and cards. And usually what I know isn't super in-depth. That being said, though, um, I feel like whenever I do spend time in a game, mm-hmm. I've always related myself to Vegeta in this aspect, right? Yeah, kind of like the Vegeta. Which is that I am willing to, I'm willing to sit around and do the boring shit to learn like the things that I want to learn and or exploit certain things. So like with Arm- Armageddon, it was about like, no one really yeah. thought about the weapons, right? Of course. I was able to think about the weapons and how I'm going to combo <laughs> with the weapons. about the weapons, dude. Like, no one wanted different... to... Dude, no that was a yeah. whole different game changer. And then true. after I brought in the weapons, it was like, oh, well... Nobody ever used hands again. Yeah. Nobody ever <laughs> Seriously. used hands again. Absolutely. And, um, and it, was, it was similar like with... Guitar Hero, where it wasn't like getting a, a head up on you guys, but mm-hmm. I really spent a lot of time practicing Guitar Hero, and I think that that practice was very closely aligned with how good I was at Guitar Hero. Like when I was, when perfect. I was, yeah, when I was number three, number two, um, I was. It was mostly because I was really putting in a lot of dedication and really trying very hard to get that spot. You yeah. Know? No, no, no. I, but, I, I, I mean, the reactionary and the intuition, that's where I, my shortcomings are. Absolutely. So, Max, I find you to be very right. hard to predict. For instance, with Ed, you literally win every game because of that fucking reversal, and I can never see it coming, ever. Thank you. But I also do think that since you are so... You, since you win so often in games like Street Fighter, you rarely have to change your gameplay. And when it, and when yeah. people do finally figure something out, something out on you, they will mm-hmm. take you to the bank on it for fucking like, <laughs> like yeah. it was whenever um, whenever I finally started playing Ibuki, I was every time you would wake up, dude, you would go for the grab with Birdie, and I would fucking have you bopped every time, mm-hmm. you know. I'm starting to realize that online lately, actually, mm. that uh, I need to start. Figuring out how to not be on my own autopilot because I know there's things that I that work on the people that I play against closest and that doesn't work on everybody. Yeah, and that's where my problems last. I need to diversify. 
As far as Israel diversify goes, your bonds. Yeah, diversify my bonds. <laughs> uh, as far as Israel goes, uh, he pretty much he just spams mock punch. So <laughs> if there's you know maybe anything else, no. Israel's a good player, especially in Tekken. He's definitely somebody that I look up to as He's far as Tekken so goes. So good at Tekken. Yeah, dude. Tekken. He understands Tekken, which is awesome. When it's nice to have somebody like that around. Mm-hmm. I think that his. Brian, I think that he optimizes situations with combos really well. I think that's definitely his strength. I think that, like he said before, he doesn't handle being pressured as much. I think that when I can get a flow with Huarang, which is like pretty much mix-up town, he starts kind of shutting down a little bit, and I think that's probably his biggest weakness. I think that he likes to be on the offensive, so when he's not on the offensive, he struggles a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right, um, next question comes from Dunter. Says, what is one common food eaten at Thanksgiving that would you you would like to ban from being at yours? Hmm. Uh, oh man. Well, there's this one that's like it's like a gelatin looking there purple is, shit. Cranberry? What is that? Cranberry, cranberry sauce. sauce. Yeah. yeah. I don't get it. I mean, look, it's like the cranberry sauce, like the sliced Jello cranberry, is gross. It just looks canned. But bullshit. we've upgraded that. I don't know. I mean, my family has. We started making like a fresh. It's yeah. almost like a like a dessert. Cranberry like still is not even that good, man. I don't know. Cranberries definitely. You know, there's better fruits. Again, cranberry, cherry. Yeah. Uh, come on. That being said, like uh, I'm don't let me let me finish before y'all jump to conclusions. Mm-hmm. But like I was thinking about it, and like white, thick cut turkey meat. It's definitely it's really the not yeah. like my favorite. Yeah, but thing. that's Absolutely. that's over half the turkey, dude. That's what I'm saying, though. That's, that's which why is you like, put it in there. can I? Well, then can I go a step further and say that I don't like turkey at Thanksgiving? Hey, you know what? I think I, at Thanksgiving is that. an important qualifier, though, because I do like turkey on like sandwiches when it's like deli turkey. So you don't? I like mean, I'll eat a I'll eat turkey. deli turkey, but I mean, my my parents put the flag in the sand a couple of years ago and said we're done making turkey on Thanksgiving. That's cool. That's great. And I, was I like, definitely support yeah, that dude. decision. Yeah. Why, why do so many turkeys have to be genocidally yeah. murdered <laughs> once a year? The praise of murder turkeys. Yeah, murder turkey. <laughs> um, yeah, no, th- I think those are mine too. It's uh, canned cr- canberry, cranberry sauce. Canberry. And <laughs> um, canned farts. Canned and, farts. Um, and, and yeah, uh, fucking like just white thick chunks of turkey meat that are like kind of like chewy and yeah, like the ones they dry. have to really dip in all the gravy yeah you're like oh I better smother this in some brown gravy because yeah. otherwise it will get lodged in my throat bags most of the other stuff i'm really into stuffing's great i have an animosity towards our fucking stuffing because every Oof. year for some reason my parents just i'm allergic to uh to pine nuts and they mm-hmm. put pine nuts in <laughs> it anyway. Purposefully put pine nuts. And they're like, "Look, this is the it's recipe. One less mouth to fucking deal with it." And I just said, "Well, <laughs> learn so a now goddamn every new time, recipe." And now every time I'm just like, "Fuck stuffing." So, <laughs> I mean, that's just my. Own, I know that's not you know doesn't apply it's, to everything, yeah, but it's particular. That's how I was growing up. What are you, Chase? Turkey, dude. Just turkey. You just don't like turkey, just man. The, yeah, like turkey. Turkey. you're on the same page as me. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nobody fucking likes cranberry. How does that? How does the cranberry business thrive? Well, where does it go? What, the, like, what is yeah, it? What do you on? do with it? What do you put it on? I think you're just supposed to like put it on the side, like, because dude, turkey and cranberry is a classic combo. But you don't dip your turkey not in at cranberry. Thanksgiving. Absolutely not. I would never do that. <laughs> but like a turkey 
Brie and cranberry sandwich. That used to be my fucking mo. Man, that shit was. Do delicious. you make sandwiches at Thanksgiving? No, but I'm saying on a <laughs> side note. Throwing things left and I'm right. saying on a side note, cranberry is not as absurd as you may think. <laughs> Need to put my flag. I'm in not the against hand. cranberry. I'm against cran canned cranberry. Canned cranberry. Gelatin. Canberry. Canberry. <sighs> Thank you for the question. All right. Thank you. Next question comes from Dooney. Because last year I watched a play while in Las Vegas, and the show reminded me about my passion for theater I had when I was a kid. Looking back, I regret not pursuing it more in high school. Is there anything y'all regret not pursuing into your adulthood? No, I just wish that I had started what I'm doing now sooner. Hmm, yeah. Because I think that I took a very practical approach of my like degree program. But through high school, I did most of the stuff that I wanted to do. And I think now I just wish I had done this when I was 21 instead of 26. So That being said, I still feel like it was pretty courageous for you to just kind of take a left turn into ALS. True. Right? Because you were yeah. almost about to get your computer science degree. Yeah, right? I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's a year away. <laughs> God damn. But uh, no, like power to you because it's, <laughs> it's, it's something you're really yeah, passionate you. no, about. I appreciate right that. Yeah. Thank um, you for the support. Yeah, it makes me feel really good. <laughs> yeah, thank great. You. And now you, you're stuck around for like two and a half, three more years. <laughs> Yeah, and you still have yeah. a few more years, and you love it. <laughs> it's good, right? It. Yeah. Um, I don't think that there's anything that like that I super wish I would be doing in my adulthood. I have a pretty fulfilling adulthood. I think it's more like looking back at high school and stuff. Like if I would have uh, ap- appropriated my time the same way now, right? Like you know, uh, we were thinking about doing the bowling team. You know, we never did the bowling team. We were going to yeah, do it. No, I did the bowling team. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried out say, for the bowling that. team. But dude, no, I, had I, was a fucking, I had a fucking person come into my class and say, hey, is Chase here? Yes. Why is the introverted Chase getting called out in front of 24 people? Oh, here's a slip. You made the bowling team. Cool. Dude, that's a Disney oh, Channel original movie right there. Yeah. But no, like I was going to, but it was like directly conflicting with football practice. Which it goes it's back to the original, yeah. the original idea, which yeah. is that like football, I knew that I was not going to be a college football player. Yeah. Um, like I had a lot of really great memories and some, <laughs> you know, good, good laughs and made friends through football and stuff. And like, I was really, yeah, I, I, I was in love with football from when I was like six until I was 18. But looking back on it, it's like, would I still go and do the whole football thing again? You know, like, Would you? I, I mean, I think speaking from this standpoint that I'm at right now, no, but I think if I was going through it again, it would be hard for me to convince myself to not. Well, do it's it. just not so much about just, like I would do more music football. It's just, yeah, yeah I would do more music. I would do more. Um, I would go join the fucking bowling team with my friends and yeah, I had, uh, we would have joined the bowling team with, Chase. you know, Imagine. And, um, oh. <laughs> our whole lives would have changed. Where will we be now? Right, we really proceed that we'll, bowling. We'll never know. Oh man, thank you, Dooney. Oh, side note for Dooney, I noticed that when I was talking to him on Discord last time when we were playing Tekken, the guy has like so much personality in his voice when he talks that he always sounds like he's on a mic anyway. That dude was born. Dooney better do something. Yeah, we should maybe yeah, guest him. Get the man on the podcast. Get something going as far as you know, acting or something like that going. So. Nice. Yeah. Shout no, he does, and he does uh, impersonations really well. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. To answer his question quickly, like I too don't have anything that I feel regretful of, but I know right now I wish, like 
I'm I'm currently looking up uh, like drawing classes and like sculpting classes because I want to yeah. pursue some more like artistic yeah. endeavors that I never ended up doing in college because like in college I took a very basic art class and we had to do like a drawing assignment where we did a self portrait and I was honestly really surprised with like how well it came out and I I want to continue to refine those skills. So there's skills now that I don't regret that I didn't do earlier that I just want to start doing now. Um, but also cooking. I kind of wish I stuck mm. with cooking and working in kitchens a little bit more. Like for a while when I first started good food experience, service. Man. What's that? That's, that's good experience. It's like working in a kitchen. Oh, it's, it's foundational to who yeah. I am as a person. Like, well, just for some reason, given where I, I work as a server, I've met a lot of like self-made businessmen who tell me about how they got their career starts working in a kitchen during college. Dude, it's, like, dude it's, it's one of the most romantic then. stories <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah. They're like, I fucking put it together then. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. I feel that. All right. Next question comes from Dunter. It says, back in the day, were you team Backstreet Boys or team NSYNC? Dunter canned well, farts horse set. <laughs> I gotta say, I mean... 98 degrees. I mean, Are you I the, no, I'm just kidding. I'm totally joking. <laughs> Who the fuck was 98 degrees? I'm totally joking. Nick Lachey. He got Jessica Simpson. She was hot stuff. Though. I gotta lean gently. <laughs> yeah. I gotta lean gently. The most nonchalant, like, She's hot observation stuff. of all time. <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, hot stuff. stuff. Jessica hot Simpson. Stuff right uh, chicken of the sea, you know? <laughs> um, I lean gently towards the NSYNC, you know? Just I a like gentle lean. Gently, Some call yeah, those a boner. Yeah. It's, a, it's a nice breeze one yeah. way. I mean, they gave us <laughs> Justin Timberlake, man. What do you want? Dude, Mandy was has given me shit ever since I said that Justin Timberlake was my man crush. But Justin Timberlake's awesome. He just is awesome. Yeah, he's he's cool the guy. bomb. He's funny and he's talented. I was I was like never even really remotely into the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, neither was I. And it was weird because like I guess I thought like I thought that NSYNC had like Disney ties. Because there's like a concert that aired that like Disney hosted that NSYNC did, and that like kind of got me into them when I was like eight mm-hmm. or whatever. But um, yeah, no, I was never really into Backstreet Boys. Never really yeah. like was into any of the individual figures. But with like NSYNC, like I liked their music, and I thought uh, JC and uh, Justin Timberlake were cool. So I had older brother. I had an older brother who was old enough. To know that they were whack, yeah, right. So I needed to make sure I always impressed <laughs> Hunter's vibing with that. I He's knew, like, yeah, yeah absolutely. So I never like listened to any boy bands because that would be lame, and my brother would think I was a big dork. Douche, yeah. So, but again, got a vibe on the end thing. Chase, do you have any stories or anything you're willing to throw out with us? Or? So if 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 I meet you for more than like a a day, if we meet yeah. twice and you ask me what my first concert was, I'll be very honest and upfront with you. Yeah. First thing to say, I owned both the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC albums and I was a youngin. <laughs> there you go. I can't really Justify why, but I did. There's, there was talent there, okay? You recognize <laughs> It was pop talent. music, dude. I was a child. Pop. He was an investor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but on. my very first concert of all time was the Backstreet Boys. It was Backstreet Boys? Yep. I thought it was in sync. Is it Backstreet nope. Boys? My know. oldest Boys. brother's first concert was in sync. Well. We should fight. <laughs> yeah, a little dumb to meet me here. Backstreet Boys. So does that's that mean funny. that you sway towards Backstreet Boys, Chase? 
Uh, oh, we yeah. got a Backstreet Boy I feel like Boy I guy. hear their songs more often and probably just know the words a little bit more, I guess. Backstreet's back, Backstreet's all, right. back all right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, rock your body? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Our last question of the episode comes from Dooney. He says, first <laughs> off, gentlemen, I want to say th- I am thankful for this show. He says, Aww. I look forward to it every sweet. Friday. And I enjoy participating when I can. I'm thankful for our individual friendships, Chase and Max, and I look forward What's to up? ours, Hunter. Oh, oh man. He's a good guy. His sentiment I, I is very, very well felt Absolutely. and received. Then, question time. In the game of life, would you rather win 7-6 to six or 1-0? to zero? The differences are both one point, but the number of points tell different stories. In the game of life? In the game of life. He's not talking about the board game. No, I wouldn't take it that literally. Okay. <laughs> it's like, well, first off, did I go to college in the board game? I mean, I'd clearly rather do seven to six, right? Because it's, a clearly, it's, a, it it's more a, of an yeah, epic. Absolutely. It's more yeah. of an epic. Of course. Like when the so other person battles with on life. you. Yeah. Somebody, you probably traded who was in lead. Yeah. But you got to also think that like that means this is life, which means that you, you want to go through a life where you had plenty of downsides. Yeah, no, I think I think downsides are pretty integral in living a full life. I'm just trying to pressure you. I agree. Yeah, no. You got to learn. From that those being moments. said, like I, need I to find, have those moments. It's interesting coming from me because I feel like I really strive for stability in things. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like having like a stable workplace and yeah. like um, I really enjoy like my per- cur- current relationship. It's very stable and foundational and stuff. <laughs> of course. Um, so, nice but but that sturdy. being said, I mean, when I think about like a good score or a good game, you never think whether it be zero. a good yeah one zero is lame. One zero, fuck. I'm like, damn, did you fall asleep? Oh yeah, have you ever seen a fucking like 100 minute one to zero World Cup soccer yeah. game, Hunter? Yeah. I think they're pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Fucking have you lame. Seen a 100 minute seven to six World Cup? <laughs> yeah, it was way fucking better. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'd go seven to six, man. Yeah, you wanna you wanna take some punches and then ultimately give out more. I also agree with that notion. The thing the is, punches you I, take are just as important as the punches you throw. I honestly Oof. feel like I've lived Print the one zero life so far, though. Like, hmm. I feel Expand. like I get I get so fucking lucky all the time. Like one and one and zero is just one and done, undefeated. It just worked out, you yeah. know. And you haven't had dude, a lot of struggle, strife. You're bummed right. at how successful you are. Is what it sounds like. <laughs> Definitely not the case. <laughs> but no, dude. I, I I mean, I feel like in the way that life has gone right now, you know, I I I talk to like my friend Chris Carter about this a lot, and he's mm. always super um, assertive and trying to tell me that like, no, the the reason why you feel this way is because of all this foundational stuff you might have laid beforehand, you know, and that may be true, but. I can't help but constantly think like I barely even tried in college, you know, and I didn't even really need to study that well. And I landed in this opportunity that happened to be the best opportunity of my life. You know, there's there's things that that have have come my way that just feel fucking stupid that they've come my way, you know, being. Yeah, but there's a difference between like being grateful for the opportunities that you were given and also understanding that like just because you were given opportunities didn't mean that you didn't work for them. Yeah, you know, but it's a fine balance. Like look at you know yeah, but like dude you're not like you're not working for your dad's business. It's true. Because you're fucking You've made it on your through. own. Yeah. You made it on your own, dude. 
I, I remember mean, when on you your decided. Own is in like asterisks, you know, like when it's you true. think about with you and your family. Yeah. <laughs> your family that supported you and that everybody I mean not everybody has a family that supports them but like with what you were given and like what who was there to support yeah, what you was available to you they were supposed to do that and I remember when you decided man because you've been through a lot of phases I remember <laughs> when you were you done you've gotten a lot of different roads and I remember when you decided that you're like nah I'm just gonna get out of college and start working on video games and I was like oh, okay Chase <laughs> See you later, buddy. And they're like, so I work at this game company in Austin. I was like, fuck you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and then you're like, hey, so I'm going to move to California and work at PlayStation now. I was like, well, fucking. Middle great. finger to you, yeah, bro. I fucking hate you and I love you so much. You're my best friend. Thank you. <laughs> great job. And I despise you for the rest of my life. <laughs> Just kidding. But no, I feel the same way, though, Chase. You like, busted um... your ass, dude. You ran two marathons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I didn't even work for it, you know. I barely got. I haven't gotten to the double digits marathons yet. Man. Oh I man! Only lost eighty five pounds. Mm. Uh, well, thank you, thank you. No, but I, that's what. Yeah, I, I felt. I felt like it's been easy, but I do agree mm. with you guys that the seven to six is builds the character I far think, more. Well, I, you know, I feel I. I kind of relate to you in that I was talking about this the other day, where it's like. I really don't feel like I'm in a good situation because I made a bunch of really awesome decisions. It's just I just refrain from making really stupid decisions. <laughs> right. You know? Which is like usually that's not the advice that you get. It's like make make all the choices. Make all your bad choices when you're young. Right, yeah. yeah I've made some bad choices and I'm really <laughs> definitely still living them down right now. It's pretty <laughs> whack. And I'm still in, I'm still young. And I'm just like, this is actually, this would have been way better had I just not done that. So... But you'll be all the better for yeah, it. Yeah, but I'll be way better. Yeah. Seven to These, six, man. Zero six <laughs> right now. Wait. But I'm yeah. about to get those seven points straight. You get that flow. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to be so far removed from all this yeah, that right. my perspective <laughs> is so shifted. Exactly. Oh, all right. Thank you for the question. Well, thank you for the question, dudes. To both Dooney and in. Dunter, thank you so much for your emails. Absolutely. You guys make this show. You're, you're a huge pillar Listenable. of what this show is. You keep us going on the back half. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're a listener who hasn't emailed in, please feel free to, to send us an email, wittybantershow at gmail.com. Uh, it really makes our day when we get yeah. when we get listener mail. No, absolutely. So. Yeah, I think it's easy for us to, as a show, say that we're very thankful for Dooney and Tunter. Yeah, I'll go ahead and say that. That's probably what I'm most thankful for is uh, that people listen to the show, man, and make me want to keep yeah man it. we're like four and a half years in and damn it's just been a good experience a good ride so it's fun every time <laughs> every it's single never time. not fun i've not never not once. had a good time, <laughs> time. not one single time <laughs> if you want to hear every fun time <laughs> that we've ever oh, <laughs> oh yeah that's right any final words about our, our alcohols of choices or beers all the way around actually i guess um you finished yours right it was a good man. It's a good coffee porter. Uh, it was not very thick, which I kind of appreciated. Um, I mean, it's nice, easy to drink. Uh, the can is cool looking, which is always a plus. It's got a funny name, man. And um, I mean, I don't know really what else to say about it, man. Oscar Blues always puts out a good product. Yeah, they're Oscar like Oscar Blues is th- a pretty very solid yeah, brewery. Solid brewery to to rely on. You know, I'll say. Bluey. I will say that Bell's Beer Pool Time Ale, Belgian inspired wheat ale with cherry juice, Mm -hmm. was good. (laughs) That's Um, what I was going to (laughs) say. It's. um, 
I feel like it's like simple and you know, there's like bits of, of the cherry juice that come through, but going in and kind of not really expecting to like it very much, it actually pulled it off fairly well. Um, you know, with like wheat ale where like a lot of wheat ales I have have kind of like a bubblegummy taste with Belgian stuff. It's it's there's some of that banana. I didn't really get any of that. I felt like it was pretty uh, simple and um but I like it. You know, like I I think if somebody asked me if I would recommend it, I'd give him a nice little like wink and sure. a head nod. Yeah. yeah, wait, do you recommend it or yeah. and then you just walk <laughs> off into the distance? Like I won't I won't affirmatively good. be like, Oh yeah, but I won't be like, oh, No way. Yeah. It's just like a wink and a head nod and just be like, You do you do. <laughs> <laughs> You, you don't act like this in public. I don't know the way you describe it. I'd probably give him the classic wink and a head, like the Hunter classic. You know? Give him a sup and then walk out. What about you, Chase? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really have much to add because I, I basically had to stop drinking what I, what I, what I brought. But uh, I'll just end on the, uh, the, the growing respect I have for that brewery. We, we're trying to make it out to their tasting room whenever we can to see what they got. That's new, and you know that was a part of their R and D uh, series. So you know they're always making good stuff out there. Absolutely, it sounded good. A peachy imperial That sounded delicious. Um, But you know what else sounds delicious? Every other episode we've ever posted. Yeah, an ending, (laughs) a finale, juicy Um, back end, (laughs) sloppy finish. (laughs) Here with a sloppy finish, as per usual. you want to hear any of our other sloppy finishes you can go on over to wittybantershow.com all of our episodes are listed there even the ones i'm not on if for some reason you want to listen to those too <laughs> uh, we've also got you can follow us the show at witty banter show on twitter you can follow chase at bodacious chase you can follow me at probably max once again thank you so much gentlemen for joining me here today it was a pleasure it was Adios, amigos. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Giving gobble, gobble. Beat up. <laughs>